Hi, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Mac. Welcome to the first ever episode of Speak Here in Power. Or as we like to call it, she. This episode is over what it's like to be a girl in college. We're mostly going to be focusing this episode on sexual harassment and sexual assault that girls have to deal with in college. Before we get into it, I just want to let you guys know that we will be talking about some serious topics on this podcast. So if that can make you uncomfortable in any way, this might be a good time to stop listening. So a little bit of background on who me and Mac are. We are sophomores in college right now. We're both communication um, studies majors, which is actually how we met. We met like maybe a month ago. So we're very new to this friendship, but we clicked really well and we decided to make this podcast. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that what Chelsea said is right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We just really have deep conversations, and yeah. also they're fun. So it's not very, I don't know, stressful yeah. when We're talking like, to let's her. Let's let other people hear these great conversations. Um, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Mac have been talking recently about feeling uncomfortable or feeling unsafe on campus. And Mac actually just talked to me about a story where she experienced this. If you want to go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, no. Um, so I was walking back from my friend's apartment at around like 3 p.m. So like it's broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's downtown Indianapolis. So you will never know what's going to happen there. Yes. So I'm in like a regular t-shirt and a black skirt, but it's Cute. not, I know, it's not like too short or anything like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's very mid-thigh length. Mm-hmm. And I just, there was this guy that was standing outside of this like store or something like that. So I thought he was an employee or something. So he tried to get my attention and I was like, oh, what? Oh, hi. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he was like, how are you doing? And I was like. I'm doing okay. Like, how, what about you? And he's like, I'm doing way better now that I see you walking up by. And I was like, mm. and I walked away and I really, I didn't know what to do because I felt so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and like, I thought he was going to follow me. And then he yells, you know, that means I think you're cute, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? I didn't know that. Thank you for educating me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't know. I can't comprehend everything you're saying when you're hitting on me. What? <sighs> you have to make it so creepily obvious. Yeah. Mm-mm. And like, <laughs> the thing is, is that with your skirt, like this happens when no matter what you're wearing. And the thing is, you could be walking outside naked. It does not give that man a right to comment on you at all. No. Like, you could be just birthday suit, strutting it up. You might get arrested, but <laughs> he cannot hit on you. No, oh sir. Oh, my God. Yes, but I was wearing, like, a regular T-shirt and a skirt. This happens even when I'm wearing, like, jeans and a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It does not no matter way. what you're wearing. It just be on the attack. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was it made me uncomfortable. I thought he was going to follow me back mm-hmm. to re, to my apartment mm-hmm. and oh my god. <laughs> I had to stop at this like so he was right by a crosswalk. So I had to stop and wait for the oncoming traffic to stop so I could cross and I was so uncomfortable that I was like <laughs> I was trying to think, yeah, I was trying to think in my head, like, all these multiple scenarios, so I had my skateboard with me, and I was like, oh my god, I could hit him over the head with a skateboard. (laughs) She turns into, like, a ninja, she knocks him out. I turn into the Hulk. Yeah. I turn green, uh. too. Ugh. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Um, Beautiful. Thank you. So... I was talking to her, and actually, you have not heard this story because I wanted to, like, record your reaction fresh and stuff. And I have, like, had 
multiple experiences on campus. And mine's a little bit more intense, so just, like, pre-warning to that. But basically, my... It was... I want to say even within my first month of being on campus, I had two pretty significant events happen. Um, The first one being way more significant, but... um, So, basically, I knew this guy. We went to class together, and he was always very flirty with me. We all had each other on Snapchat and everything, and, um, like, the whole class, everybody had each other's Snapchat. That's how we communicated about assignments and stuff, and he would always message me, like, privately and be like, hey, like, come over to my apartment, please. Like, I want to, I don't know, I feel like I can't just, like, Guys, you can't see her. I'm just, you can't see her hand motions, but it's hilarious right now. Okay. And so I was always like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I'm not really interested, but just never really thought anything of it. Just another creep hitting on me. So on did Snapchat. he do this like multiple times? Oh, yeah. All the time. And you said no every single time. Yeah. But this, he like tried to get an, me to Uber to his house. He's like, I will pay for you to come to my house. I'm like, no. But. <laughs> Um, so basically one day he knew where I lived because I lived on, um, a freshman housing. So, I mean, everything's pretty communal and stuff. And we later found out that he would like find girls Snapchat and like look at their like location on Snap and pop up where they were creepy, but I'm on ghost notes. It's fine. Um, (laughs) which ladies, if you're not seriously, people can, why would you, why would anybody need to see your location that's your friend? I know people that I don't know that well on Snapchat unless you know all of them intimately. Take your location off Snapchat. Be safe. But Somebody can find you yeah. from your Snapchat location, especially if it's a toxic person. Exactly. So, yeah, get in and check. I haven't even got to the crazy part of the story at <laughs> all yet. So he shows up and he's like, hey, I came to hang out with you. And I was like, um no, I don't know you that well. Like, no, I'm just chilling. I'm literally in my pajamas watching movies right now. So, like, he didn't message you beforehand. No, he just showed up. Oh, my God. So it was, like, a random occurrence. Yes. And he was like, well, I'm going to go, like, hang out with my friends afterwards. I'm in your building. Like, just hang out with me for a bit. I'm kind of bored. And I was like, okay. Like, I've told him no multiple times. I feel like he's gotten the hint. He's kind of left me alone recently. I told him that I was going out on a date with a different guy. And, like, he's kind of backed off. And so he comes up to my apartment, and we're just kind of chilling. And he keeps, like, kind of, like, sizing me up. Like, he's like, hey. Like, I was, like, talking to him. I'm like, yeah, I used to box. Like, it's really fun. I did it with my dad for a while. And he was like, oh, like, I think I could throw a punch better than you. And I'm like, I'm sure you could, sir. You're massive. And I weigh, like, 12 pounds and have the, like, muscle mass of a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely, like, knock me out. And he, like, kept having me throw punches. And, like, I was like, oh, no, I don't really want to do that. And, like, I was, like, sitting. And, like, I was, like, very uncomfortable just, like, sitting. And he literally picked me up and stood me in the middle of the room and was like no throw a punch and I was like okay and like threw, and he's like ah oh, you're so weak and then he he said you're so weak yeah bro I, am, I would like, no that's no that's no that's oh. no reason for a guy to say that to you true yes. but he like he like literally when I was like and like I was like I just immediately something in my head was like I need to be sitting down because I was like he can't get me if I'm sitting down yeah and he would like pick me up and physically like lift me On your, like, waist. Yeah, he, like, would, like, lift my whole body and put me in the middle of the room. And my roommate was out. Um, Both of my roommates were gone at this time. And I kept, like, being like, my roommate should be back any minute because my roommate should be back. She wasn't supposed to be back for, like, an hour. But, like, 
Um, you just like, gotta like set those like yes. presents so he and doesn't think he can he try anything. Would like we like he eventually like moved me because I was originally sitting on a chair and he was sitting on the ground and he like picked me up and moved me. I was sitting on the floor, and he like put his hand on my leg and kept moving his hand up my leg, up your thigh. Yeah. Oh my and god. And I was in like these really short shorts. And he kept, like, moving it up and moving it up and moving it up. And I, like, tried to push his hand off. And I realized I was putting all of my strength into moving this guy's hand. And he was not budging. And he was not even, like, trying. And I was like, you know what? I don't need him to know how much he can overpower me. I'm going to stop. And I was like, no, you need to stop. And then he grabbed my... Can I say ass? Yeah, you can He grabbed say my it. ass. And he, like, kept, like, <laughs> grabbing around my ass and stuff. And I was like, No. You're not allowed to do this. And so we, like, talked for a bit longer. I was like, okay, like, he's chilled out for a second. And I was, like, just kind of sitting there, and I just blinked. Like, I had my eyes closed for, like, 0.5 seconds, and he kissed me. And I, like, literally, like, went like this, and I was like, absolutely not. And I was like, I have told you, like, I'm not interested. And he's like, you're going on a date this weekend. Like, that might mean that I never get the chance to kiss you. I do not care. He's that trying to not guilt give, trip you. That does not give you the right. And I sat down and I explained. I'm like, I do not care. That does not give you the right to kiss me without my consent. Like, that uh-uh. is not okay. And then we were talking a little bit later. And, like, I should have kicked him out. I'm aware of this. But <laughs> he was very big and I was very scared. And he, I, like, said something that he didn't like. And he grabbed me by the throat and picked me up and, like, dragged me across the room a bit. And... By the throat, like choking you. Oh, yeah, like this, and lifted me by the throat. Oh, my God. And so that was very intense. And then we sat, and we talked for a bit longer, and and I said something again that he didn't like, and he grabbed me by the back of the neck again and pulled me around. And, like, um, I blocked him shortly after that. But, like, he, like, kept, like, pulling me around and stuff. And, like, I had, like, a bit of mark on my neck which my roommate saw. My roommate then came home quite shortly after that. And I like was like, I need to go. I got to, like, meet a friend. And then once my roommate came back, she was, like, she, like, kind of, like, looked around and was like, what is going on here? And I was like, hey, we have to go to that dinner. Like, we have to go now. I'll walk you out. And my roommate was like, okay, great. Yeah, let's go. And we went to Chipotle. And I was like, that man just grabbed me by the neck. And so that was crazy. And I had to, like, report it to the campus police department. And that was a whole crazy mess. He actually ended up, like, with the Snapchat thing, stalking another girl in my dorm. And she texted our floor group chat about it and was like, if you see this guy, let me know. And I was like, I have seen him. Let's go. Like, let's go together. This is not okay. This keeps happening. And so that was really intense. And then... Let me just say, um, supportive roommate alert. She she sounds amazing. Yes, she was. And the the fact that, like... You've told you told him no multiple times, mm-hmm. and he didn't take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. And then after that whole thing happens with you, and you reported it, he thinks that he can do that with another girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't reported it by the time okay. that it happened because it was like the exact same time. He actually before on campus, I forgot about this. Before that even happened, earlier I was like walking around campus, and he grabbed me by the waist and like pulled my waist against him. So like it was like ass to groin. 
basically. <laughs> um, and we were just like, I was like waiting out of stop and he like pulled me and I just got back from a date with this guy. And so I thought it was the guy that I went on a date mm-hmm. with. And I was like, oh, cute. Like you came back. Like I thought you were busy. And I saw him and I was like, oh, haha. And he kept asking me to come up to my room. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going up to my room. I'm going to like a friend's house. You can't come with me. And I was like, she's like a mess. Like I got to go. I was going that, yeah. to my room. But I was like, no, you cannot come, sir. The fact that you have to make excuses to get out of uncomfortable situations instead of being able to say no is absolutely, like, ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was insane. And then a couple weeks after that, my, like, first month of college was intense. But, um, and mom, I'm sorry if you're hearing this for the first time. Uh, surprise! Um, but... So a couple weeks after that, I went to a party and I went with a bunch of girls on my floor and we were having a great time. It was awesome. This guy kept grabbing me by the waist and like dancing with me. And I was like, mm. I, I didn't really like upfrontly like tell him, no, but I just kept like finding excuses you were uncomfortable. to him and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go visit friends. So like that happened, but still no excuse. Um, he knew what floor I lived on because the guy from the, the party. party this the is party, a completely okay. separate this guy is, okay um, the guy from the party knew what floor I lived on and so cause I went with a bunch of girls on my floor and so he found my he came to the building that I lived in and he came to that cause he like was hanging out with friends there after the party after I had gone home and he showed up on my floor, and we had, like, name tags on our doors because they were freshman dorms and stuff. Yeah, and, like, your RA usually puts yeah. those out there. Yeah. And so I had my name on my front door, and he showed up and started banging on my door. I didn't know this. My friend actually texted me, and she was like, hey, I was with this guy. He, like, knocked, was banging on your door last night, and he kept asking me this morning if we can go see you. And I'm like, I'm not here. And he was, like, banging on my door. Thank God I was, like, completely passed out. But, um, yeah, it was, like, 3 a.m., and he was, like, banging on my door trying to get me to come out. And oh my God. yeah, so I had some pretty intense experiences. Yeah, two guys year. like back to back. It was very mm. close together. And I was like, oh my gosh, college was a mistake. It wasn't. It's been yeah. pretty chill ever since. But it was a very intense, very quickly. <laughs> to yeah, say no, the I can least. get that. I can't even imagine having that in the first like month of college. Yeah, I, it's I'm so stressful. Sure it, it was all over by like September. It is so stressful itself, like transitioning mm-hmm. from high school to college and having to deal with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, guys, like, and like no means it's no. So, it's so terrible to think about, like, there's so much worse that happens to girls, like, that aren't you and me. Like, there's, like, actual, like, rape. There's way heavier scenarios, which doesn't discredit our situation at all. But, like, there, it's so prevalent especially in college communities because they're so like you're young there's a lot of like sexuality and like looseness and like figuring out everything and everybody's just kind of horny and (laughs) um also there's like a ton of like drinking and drug usage and stuff like that and so it's really prevalent in this like community and stuff and so it happens to a lot of girls i mean you go to college to like figure yourself out like find yourself and all that stuff but it's so awful that you have to deal with these specific guys that are trying to like i don't know 
yes. get to you. Like, you no, know, every single time that I go to a party, I always come back and I'm like, you know, that party would be so fun if the guys just like weren't there. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I vibed with all these girls. We all went to the bathroom together and we had a great time. We all told each other we were beautiful. We were all dancing. And then guys come up and it's fun, but some guys can be disrespectful about it and some girls can do the same thing this happens to men too it's just it's less reported and stuff because there's a stigma surrounding it and that's absolutely like there is a big gender divide with stuff like this people think that it can't happen to men and that's absolutely untrue i mean it can happen with guys and guys, girls and girls, mm-hmm. guys and girls, exactly. non-binary pals, whatever. Yeah, it happens to literally everybody. We're speaking on our experience, so obviously our podcast is going to be a lot of women experiences, but this happens to everybody at all points in time, in all walks of life. It happens in high school, it happens in professional field, it happens everywhere. And so it's just, it's really hot, heartbreaking and sombering, like, facing that reality. Like, you... I don't know how to explain this, but when I went to college, it ch- my perspectives shifted yes. because I came from a small town and I did not know about, I don't know, I wasn't like fearful of like sexual assault, sexual harassment, like st- crimes against like me personally and stuff yeah. like that because I just, you grow up thinking, oh, that's never going to happen safety. to me. Oh, that's never like that. Is, I'm being safe. I'm doing all that I can. Well, it doesn't matter if you do all that you can because mm-hmm. of the people out there. So long story short, it, the life, the world would be a lot better without creepy people in it. Agreed. <laughs> and um, actually, I have a friend. She goes to a different campus. Um, um, she goes to a different school, but she had an experience where... A guy actually um, stopped her. He was driving and she was walking to class and he stopped her and he was like, hey, you dropped your wallet back here. Like, come here. And she was like, no, I didn't. And he was like, yeah, you like it fell out of your pocket. You dropped your wallet. Like, come here. I have your wallet. She was like, I didn't bring my wallet out today. It's at home. And he was like, get in the car and like started screaming at her. And she was like, "Ah," and ran away and stuff. And like, it just... It happens so much, that kind of stuff. Like, that happened to a bunch of girls on campus that she was talking to, that same scenario. He was trying to just, like, not kidnap, because she's, like, 20, but adult nap my friend. Wait, so, like, this was a random person? Yeah, no, he had no idea. She had no idea who he was. He didn't go to school there. He was just driving through campus, trying to... And he stopped on the, like, in the middle of the road to try and talk... Yeah, I've yeah. had people do that um, walking, like, because um, I used to park pretty far away from campus last year, and walking to that parking lot, I've had g- people stop, um, like, their cars um, on the side of the road and start talking to me and stuff, and be like, hey, beautiful, and I'm like, Don't do talk not to me. engage with <laughs> me right now. I am in pajamas trying to drive to Taco Bell. I just had to, dr- I just had to walk so long to get to my car to go to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and you're going to try and harass me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, unless you're paying for my Taco Bell, get out of here. No, just get out of here in general. <laughs> True. Just get out. True. <laughs> it's a dollar. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't even, like, happen in, like, personal situations. It happens in the workplace. Mm-hmm. People don't, like, understand that. Like, they don't think about everywhere that it happens i had like a sorority sister the other day she texted me like practically like almost crying because one of her co-workers said that she had the body of a stripper and that she should just quit her job and stop going to school because she could pay for everything with the body that she had 
A coworker. A coworker. No. I yes. had that when I was this isn't really college, but when I was sixteen, like fresh new baby in the workforce, I worked at a pizza place. Uh, I absolutely loved it there. Shout out to all of them. But this one guy, he was thirty two years old. He was a grown man. You were sixteen and 16. he was thirty two. That is double your age. Yes. Literally double, double your age. And he would like he like he always kind of hit on me. I didn't really think anything of it, but he would make comments to my other coworkers. I worked with all guys when I first got there, and one of my other coworkers was like, "Hey, just so that you know, I'm gonna call him Steve for this. That's not his name." The the I'm coworker call- the coworker that was like, like yeah, that, that was making comments. The 32 year old. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Mr. 32 year old, aka <laughs> Steve. Um, he. Um, one of my other coworkers was like, hey, this guy keeps making comments and, like, is like, oh, you have, like, really nice legs. I remember, I don't remember all the comments, but I remember explicitly he said, if I had a girlfriend with legs like that, she wouldn't be able to walk straight in the morning. <gasps> and I was like. To a 16-year-old, that's a minor. Sh- minor. Mm-hmm. You're a minor. I was at the time. 16. I was such a little baby. Um, and he, I remember him making that comment and I, like, told my boss. And. I understand where my boss is coming from, and so, like, no shade towards him. Love you, buddy. But he, I basically was like, hey, just so that you know, um, this guy has been making comments, and, like, I'm not really comfortable with it. I'm 16. He keeps, like, hitting on me and stuff. And he, he like, left, and he was like, okay, I got to go, though, and left, and him and I worked alone for, like, two hours together. Which, the 32-year-old. Okay, yeah. But his, okay, my boss's kid, like, was really sick and, like, had to go. But, like, they, like, my, the company, like, was not firing him. He quit because I was, like, best friends with all the guys there, and they all had my back. And, like, they were, like, ready to, like, attack him when they but, found out, like, everything and, like, that I was uncomfortable. Like, one of them walked in and was like, hey, is this true? And I was like, yeah, it is. And he was like, and ready to, like, square up. Like, they were heated, and he so he quit because everybody was so mean to him because of what happened. And, like, the company didn't even, like, really, they, like, investigated it. But, like, it's kind of hard to, like, prove that investigation word against word. So, like, I get it, but my coworkers really had my back in that situation. We love some supportive men. Uh, they We love. Literally every guy that I work with, like, shout out to them. They are the best people in the world. I'm dating one of them now. They are fantastic. I absolutely adore them. Except for Mr. 32-year-old. Except that doesn't for Mr. 32-year-old. Um, he's been fired from multiple positions, turns out. Oh, my so, God. So would he say these comments directly to you? No, he would say them to my other coworker, and then my other coworker would come back and spill all the tea. Was was your other coworker a man as well? Yes, he okay. was also sixteen. We were the same age, and so, so he, he was would, he was saying these explicit things to a sixteen year old about a sixteen year old when he's twice your age. Yes, and he was like, and like he would like, so we had to like clean out these like freezer things and you had to like bend over and like have like half your body in there and he would always okay he would stand behind me and make me clean it and like that's literally all that I had to do that like we had like this huge shift sheet of work and I he would be like just do that and then you can go home like you're fine and so I would just do that and we'd talk about like superheroes because like I love superheroes was this the co-worker the 32 year old the 32 year old okay. and he would just stand behind me the whole time and like I was just like completely over this thing like scraping out 
crap from So your ass inside. is in the air. My ass is in the air. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's right behind you. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's very intense. And, like, I'm 16. It's, like, my 32-year-old coworker. I'm not thinking that he's, like, staring at my ass the whole time. He's talking to me about superheroes. I'm like, cool, I like superheroes. That's awesome. Oh, my God. And I yeah. love superheroes. Me too. Yes. And, like, the thing is, is that I have... I've been hit on by most of my coworkers, which is, I worked with a lot of guys. I worked in like a fast food. It just kind of happened, which isn't yeah. right. But I've been hit on by a lot of my coworkers. And there's a way to do it when you're not in the professional environment that is okay if it's reciprocated and stuff. So, like, I'm dating one of my old coworkers, and he just went about it in the most respectful way possible and was like, hey, like, I think that you're, like, gorgeous. I would love to, like, take you on a date sometime, but I'm really sorry if this makes you uncomfortable whatsoever. We can completely forget about this. If it makes you uncomfortable, like, I completely apologize. But, like, I feel like there's something here. And, like, we kind of, like, vibed it out for a while. It wasn't, like, out of thin air. And so, like, it wasn't having a, you in, your ass up standing right behind you talking about superheroes when you're really checking you out. Yeah, it's not yeah. telling me I can't walk straight the next day if yeah. he was to be with me. It was very different. And so, like, there's just a way to go about it. I mean, that's the same thing. Like, guys think that hitting on girls is like a compliment or something. And I. There's a way. To an extent, like, if you talk not, like, you have to be not creepy about it. You have to be, like, creepy. And if you're a random person and you're telling us that we're, like, beautiful or that, like, you want to, like, get with us, no, that's creepy and I don't even know your name. It's going to be creepy no matter what. Just don't even focus on the way that she, I'm trying not to give tips here, but don't focus on the way that she looks at all. Just be like, you have, like, because that's really what, like, shone out to me with my boyfriend now who asked me how to work. He was like, I think that you have, like, the best personality. He, like, he said that I was beautiful, but more than anything, he raved about who I am as a person. And I was like, yes, like, I want to pursue this now. But the other guy was like, hey, you got, like, a fat ass and nice legs. And I was like, okay, maybe... Um, you're not the one. Maybe you're not my soulmate here. You have to don't have, focus yeah. on her body. Do not even don't even be like you got a nice face. No, be like your personality a one. You have to oh have God. the mindset. Like if you're only trying to like have sex with somebody, it shows. We're or gonna, like we're gonna tell. Yeah, we're gonna know. But if you're genuinely trying to have a conversation with somebody, or you're trying to like start a relationship with somebody, then. Maybe the way you go about it is going to be less creepy than being hit on on the sidewalk or by a person that's twice your age. Yeah, and if you're hitting on somebody at a party, read the signs, read the room. If she's drunk, don't do anything. Wait till she's sober. Like, if she had, like, a sip of alcohol, be like, no. Oh, my God, we will respect you so much for that. Yes. And even if you're really respectful and she says no, you got to take that like a champ. You got to just deal with it get over it you're fine there's nothing that you can do at that point so i would say that you need to stop pursuing it or else you're gonna look creepy yeah we're gonna we're gonna feel uncomfortable and if you really like her you don't want her to feel uncomfortable so and we're not gonna want to be friends with you guys like seriously or him if he says no take the hint girls and guys girls and girls guys and guys it non-binary pals it does not matter (laughs) the gender if you say no it means no yes yeah 
So we kind of went on a tangent there <laughs> yeah. about how to like get with people, um, which was not the intention, but we're going to take it wherever this conversation flows. Um, we did want to give you guys some tips, however, before we end the podcast, because we did talk about sexual assault. We want to talk about some tips on how to stay safe and not hopefully prevent sexual assault. But the main way is to not sexually assault people. Um, that's a great way to have it not happen, but we know that that's just a perfect world that's not going to happen yet. And it's unrealistic. We, yeah. As sad as it is, it's very unrealistic. We have to take care of ourselves. So yeah. some tips. Yeah. So basically, I think one could be sharing your location with your friends. Every time you go out with somebody, whether it's a stranger, whether it's a romantic interest, whoever mm-hmm. it is, you probably need to stra- uh, share your location with your friends or at least like let them know where you're going to be. And if you're in a different spot than you plan to be, then you probably need to tell them because, yeah. yeah. I remember my friend went on a date like last week and she was like, just check on my location. I don't know this guy really well. Check on my location periodically throughout the night. And we took a photo of her outfit before she left so that, like, sadly, we'd have a photo for the police if she goes missing. And, like, we always try to non-conspicuously take a photo of the guy's driver's um, not driver's license, license plate. But Sir, let me get a picture of your driver's license and your license plate. Yeah, let me get your social security number and your credit card information. Your We're mother's made a name. Everything. Yes. Your first pet. Yes. <laughs> what street did you grow up on? <laughs> Checking off the list. So basically, I checked her location later in the night because she asked me to check it randomly. And she was in the middle of a river. And I was like girl, you good, and, like, texted her. And she was like, yeah, we're, like, sitting on a bridge and, like, eating ice cream. I'm like, oh, that's cute. But I was like, um, we got to get some scuba gear. Like, I don't know. I got to go pull up to Broad Ripple. No, your friends are so... If you have supportive and trusting friends, it is so important. I mean, we... I hang out with one of my friends. We live in the same apartment complex, but it's separate buildings, so we Mm -hmm. have to walk outside to get to our buildings. And... She literally, so two of my friends, they live together. So they're in the same place. So they're always like together. Mm-hmm. So they will literally walk to me and one other person out uh, far away from their building just to get us to our apartment complex so that we feel safe and they'll walk back together. I mean, safety That's in numbers. So yes. That's a very good friend. That's yes. really good. I ha- Really good friends are so important and stuff like this. That's what college is about. It's about, because we don't want to scare you guys from college. We want, you find your passion. You find people that you click with on, like, a different level. You find so many people that are like you and that are different from you, and it expands your horizon so much. It's so much fun, guys. Like, do not let these stories um, scare you at all. Like, it's so much fun. It's so worth it. Yes. I didn't know anybody before I moved to Indy. So, honestly, having that good of friends right now at where I'm at, I've been here for about a year, almost over a year. Mm-hmm. And having that much supportive friends and even sorority sisters, I joined a sorority and I know that I can call them at like three in the morning and still they will answer if they if they wake up, if they wake <laughs> up. depending on if they're sleeping through the night or not. But I know that I can call them and they will come pick me up. So friends are so important and do not let us scare you. Yeah, please don't. It's, it's really, really fun. It's really worth it. It's, 
a great time. You will absolutely love college. If you're not in college already, if you're already in college, I hope that you're loving it. Um, it's very stressful, but we know deep down. <laughs> yes. No, there's also, okay, so another tip is, like, the TikTok phone calls. You've seen yes. that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, basically, what we're talking about is that this person is, like, filming themselves, and it's, like, a conversation, but a one-sided conversation on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And um, so you can play that, like, when you're in Uber or, like, yeah, walking, walking alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be like, hey, like, how soon are you going to be here? Okay, cool, just share your location with me. And it'll have, like, all these recordings and stuff where you can, like, play something if you feel uncomfortable and you're alone, and, like, it makes the other person that's following you or driving you know that somebody's watching and another tip that we wanted to share is, like, make sure to carry your pepper spray or, like, your little, like, Your tasers. pocket knife. Your pocket knife. Yes. Get a lipstick taser. I just found out what yes. that was. <laughs> Very cute. Just don't confuse it with your real lipstick. Oh, my God. That would hurt. <laughs> that would be awful. Electrocuting your lips. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, thank you. I feel like they would get very swollen from that. Uh, the blisters. Oh. But... Also, like, walking with your keys, like, between your fingers through, like, parking. I always do that. Chelsea literally told me about this when we were talking earlier. And now I always do it. Because if you see someone that Mm -hmm. you don't, like, stranger, you're scared, Mm -hmm. and they try to come after you, you can literally try and punch them, and your key will go into their face. Exactly. And, like, the thing is, is that even, like showing false alertivity like I like walk like that and I walk with like my shoulders back and I'm a pretty tall girl like I (laughs) and I'm very like I'm a presence and so like you're you're very confident with me yeah you're very confident in your stance yeah especially if I'm like out at night I'm not gonna be like hunched I'm gonna have my keys between my fingers my shoulders are gonna be back and I'm gonna be like ready to like I, okay, I couldn't, be, like we talked about earlier, that guy, I threw a punch at him, I'm weak. I could yeah. not hold my own. I could yell really loud. Somebody probably hear me, but that's about all that I have going for me. Yes. But I just stand with enough confidence that I'm like, People are cry, intimidated. Cry me. Honestly. They're going to go after somebody that's not. And so, like, I have my pepper spray on my keychain because if I'm going to mug somebody or, like, assault somebody, I'm not going to go after the girl with pepper spray. I'm going to go out with after the girl without pepper spray, which doesn't mean that you have a right to go after the girl without pepper spray. Just wanted that disclaimer in there. But, like... I mean, you just gotta yeah. be safe. You can even call your friends too. Mm-hmm. If I was walking back from the library at around like midnight or something, because I was getting my study stuff done, I was getting my getting academic achievements, I'm getting a degree. And I was walking back from the library at midnight and I was scared. And I had to, so I lived off campus last year. And I had to go drive, like, walk to my car in the parking lot. And it was kind of far away from the Mm -hmm. library because there's none that are super duper close to the library or connected to the library. even. which is ridiculous. I know. There should be. Let's make a parking lot. We need another one. Yes. And um, so I was walking alone and I was super scared. I mean, there was barely any, like, buddy there. But there was this one guy that was over, like, off in a corner. Like, I... He was, it was a little sus, but it wasn't like too bad. Yeah. So I just called my friend, one of my friends and she, she was like, oh my God, yes, totally. You can talk to me right now. Like 
just call your friends. They will be there for you if they're supportive and trustworthy. Call she. We'll talk to you. DM us on Instagram. Yeah, I think we you will can, like, call, call you. people on Instagram. Because one of really? my friends, um, like, basically our only form of communication was Instagram. You can, like, call and FaceTime people on Instagram. We'll talk to you. Whatever. We'll, we'll meet some of she's followers and talk to you. That'd be great. So if you're yes. ever uncomfortable, hit somebody trusted up. Yes. With that being said, make sure to follow us on Instagram at s.h.e dot podcast underscore. I know it's a little bit of a like long Instagram handle, but the rest were taken. Yes. So we got to be creative with what <laughs> we got. That will give you updates, notifications. Yes. We just posted a boomerang. It's yes. super cute. Yes. We yes. look adorable. You can see how cute we are. Yes. <laughs> Um, but you can stay tuned for our next episode. We plan on recording it a little bit later today so that we can get everything sent out. Like, during breaks and stuff, we'll still have material to send you guys. Just editing. Editing will take forever. But yeah, I'm currently in class right now, but, like, we don't need to acknowledge that. Shh, don't tell them the that. Background. Don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah. But you can also DM us if you have any questions or yes. stories that you want to yes. share. If you want to come and call into She, we would love to talk to you guys. We're talking about doing some guests for some different episodes and stuff. So we would love that kind of stuff. It does not matter where you live. If you have a phone or whatever, you can call us in and we'll hook you up to this podcast thing that we have. Yes. It will be amazing and we would love to talk to you. Yes, absolutely. All right. We will see you guys soon. Have a good week, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.